Big Chen Sanders walked home one day and saw police and fire trucks swarmed around her house. Terrified, she rushed into the house and saw her mother dead by suicide. That night, while she was trying to sleep, Lei saw a big red bird outside her house that she's never seen before. The bird says to her, Lei, I am your mother, and then flies away. Lost and confused, Lei decides that she needs to travel to her mother's hometown in Taiwan to figure out the mystery of her death and finally gain closure. She travels on adventures with her grandparents and her friend Feng to visit all of her mother's favorite places and find clues to track down the bird. Welcome to the What's Going On podcast. My name is Ani, here with my partner Coven, and today we will be taking a closer look at The Astonishing Color of After by Emily XR Pan, starting with the 30-second summary challenge. Alright Coven, let's summarize chapter 55, also known as The Marketplace. Count me down, butter ball. Okay, three, two, one, go. So, Lei, her grandmother, and Fang are all walking around the Xilin Nai Marketplace, which is a marketplace, a famous marketplace in Taiwan for tourists to go around eating snacks and delicacies of the Taiwanese culture. Lei is getting explain. Fang is explaining to Lei all the different snacks and the foods, and she's just engaging in the culture in a great way. But then suddenly something builds up in Lei. As Fang is explaining how Lei's mother used to like this food and that food, like the stinky tofu and stuff, Lei just gets super angry and says to Fang, You didn't know my mother! Stop acting like you knew her! And Fang runs away. Okay, okay. That was pretty good. I'm gonna do a better job. Okay, count me down, buddy boy. Three, two, one, go. Fang and Waipo are all walking in the market, and they see all these new foods for Lei, and Lei's looking at these things like stinky tofu, rice dumplings, and all, all these Chinese characters, and she's really unfamiliar with them, but she's also so mesmerized by the way they look and the new culture that she's being introduced to. So when she sits down and she's eating, Fang is telling her all about the food, and then she brings up Lei's mother and talks about how Lei's mother used to love this kind of food and how amazing it was. And then, out of nowhere, something just pops from Lei and says, You don't even know my mom! And then Fang just got really sad stop, and ran stop, away. Stop, 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 stop. If you just gave me like like three more seconds, I would have said more and it would have been so much better. Yeah, I know. The 30 second part of it is hard. You gotta deal with life. Yeah, so you probably won that one. Okay, I'll admit it. You won. I think it's time we dive a little deeper into it so we can get a better understanding of the text and what's figuratively going on. Yeah. Like, so, what motif do you think like drives the story most? So, one thing I found interesting was the reoccurring action of like attachment. Throughout the story, Lei is attached to her mother, which is why she goes on this whole adventure to Taiwan. But suddenly at the end, when they find out that Feng was not actually a real person, but the ghost of her aunt, mm-hmm. and Feng leaves, and that ghost just disappears, and no one knows who she's talking about. Okay. She goes back to the book Feng gave her, and at the top of it, written in Chinese, it says, her dad reads to her, Zui Nan Feng Yu Guren Lai. And then he translated it for her, because she doesn't know Chinese part of the disconnection from culture that we can see. He says, string it all together and it means it's an incredible blessing to be able to see your loved ones during the most difficult times. Now I found this really interesting because throughout the story we can see that she's attached and she thinks that she has to go to Taiwan to see her mother's final message to her, but then she finds this. And in that phrase, in that phrase when read in Chinese, it says, Zui Nan Feng Yu Guren Lai. So I can see, we can see Feng as a symbol for when you finally let go, when Fe- Lei finally let go of her mother, she was able to spend mm-hmm. the best times with her loved ones and get through those difficult times. Yeah, I see that. But I also see parts in the story where it's like, even though she did let go, it's still attachment because 
uh, one part that Leith, one thing that Lay says is when she says, there are still things to be worked through. There's no way to speed through grief. There's still a mother-shaped hole inside me. It'll always be there, but maybe it doesn't have to be a deep, dark pit waiting for me to trip and fall. So what she's saying is basically that even though she's let, she's let go of her mother at like, the end of the book and after she's like leaving Taiwan and discovered more about her culture, she says that her mother is always going to be a part of her and that she's still going to look back at those moments, but it, she said that it doesn't have to be a deep, dark pit waiting for me to trip and fall. So she means that she's not going to have to grieve about her forever and ever and just make sure that it never goes away. She wants it. She wants to acknowledge her mother, but she doesn't also want to be attached forever. So yeah, there's 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 like moments of attachment while also there's letting go. In yeah. like a I see that, especially when you said how there's a mother-shaped hole in her heart, but she won't like fall into it. Like it's not that gaping of a hole. Yeah. It shows how she still feels attached to her mother. How she will never forget her mother, but she's moving on and going on to the bigger things in her life. Yeah, I also see this as like a difference from the beginning of the story because when her mom first died, she felt really confused and really lost, and she would always like be like alone and just cry in a corner but now it's different because she's moved past it and yeah she just moved past it now yeah another example i've seen of letting go which helped her like get to that stage where she's moved past it is at the end of the story when her her father and her grandmother all go to the sea and it says there in the water water we scatter the ashes my mother's jinglings the wind rises up to claim the gray and then it's gone we're left with the colors of after, the colors of now. Now, the most powerful part of this is we're left with the colors of after, the colors of now. I see that colors of now piece of it as being like, I'm now living in the present. I have to move on and go on with the great things in my life. Like how my mother would have wanted me to continue my art and be able to succeed in that. I'm going to move on to that part of it. Yeah, I see that. Because she was like a big artist before. And while her dad was saying, yeah, you're concentrating on the wrong things. Her mom was the encouraging factor to push her forward. And, yeah, that's why she means by after, because she's going to move. Because when her mom first died, she didn't have that person to help push her. Instead, her dad was trying to direct her onto his own path and, like, study for SATs and stuff, for, instead of parting from that way of the mother saying, of, like, creativity. Yeah, her mother was, like, the backbone who supported her when, when, and her, when her mother died. That backbone was just gone. But now that she's finally let go, and the symbolic, like, the symbolic way of letting go was just throwing her ashes into the sea... But when she's finally let go, she has her own backbone now to support herself and move on. Yeah. In the colors of now. And it also said, like, jingling, which is also fame. Like, when she let go of her, like, that's also, like, she doesn't need that person to help her learn more about the culture because she acknowledges the culture for the most part now. Yeah, she's immersed in that culture in a great way. Yeah. And she's moved on from that past. Yeah. But she still feels that connection. Yeah. So I agree with you how it's attachment, but... Still letting go is moving forward with that attachment in a way. Yeah. Hey, Coven, for my final act, I'm about to do a magic trick. Pick a quote, any quote. Alright, I'm scrolling through this book. Okay. In the early morning darkness, the display of my phone glows like lightning. White hot, as the latest email loads. Axel. Sometimes I go to your house for Sunday waffles before you wake up. Those mornings, your mom and I would sit and have coffee before she started the waffle batter. There was this one Sunday where she said out of the blue, do you like Emily Dickens? Alright, wait, can you tell me what page that's on? What page is it on? 168. Okay, thank you. So, uh, let me just say what's happening in this quote. So right now, Lei has, her mother has already died, and Lei is in Taiwan. 
she, like the day that she left for Taiwan, she got really mad at Axel and they had a big fight. Axel's her best friend who supported her all throughout her life. They had a big fight and they just left for Taiwan without saying bye to him. And now he's he's been sending her a series of emails, one of which is this, explaining how her and her mother and Axel used to have waffles and they were talking about Emily Dickinson. But her mother is disconnected for her culture, so she calls her Emily Dickens. So I'm just going to add a little bit to the quote that's just right after. It says, I asked her if she meant the poet Emily Dickinson because this was right after we had gone through those boxes. She said yes, and then she started to recite poems in this calm and steady voice. I think about that one morning a lot. There was one poem that I always remember. I lost a world the other day. Has anybody found? You'll know it by the row of stars around its forehead bound. Yeah. So what I see in your overall, like the end of the quote that you added on to is when she said, I lost a world the other day from the Emily Dickens poem. It's talking about, it's talking about like how like she lost her culture because her world is her culture, which is why it's so symbolic of her culture, which is why it's saying the world. And because when she left Taiwan, later in the book, we find out that she left Taiwan for her husband who was white and the grandparents didn't want her to marry a white man because they wanted her to contain the culture. But after she left, she, like, forgot the culture more, and she also lost it, which is why when she says, I lost a world the other day, has anybody found? Nobody's found the culture yet again, because it's always, it's already been so forgotten. And the next generation is Lei, and it can't be found, because it's not being taught to her, unless she goes to Taiwan later on. Yeah, as we've seen throughout the book, Lei, she, like, knows some Chinese, but she's, like, it's very broken, and she doesn't really understand why, that's why she needs a translator, and... So when she says, I lost a world, she lost that world, and it's never going to be brought back because Lei is the next generation. She's the one he has to pass the world on to. But since she di decided not to practice that culture, Lei lost that, and it just wasn't continued on. Another thing I'd like to look at is when, it said, when she said, do you like Emily Dickens? So mm -hmm. right here, it's like showing how she loves this poet, this English poet, but she doesn't even know exactly the name. She, she still tries to speak in her broken English, but she tries anything she will just to move away from that Taiwanese culture because it brings painful memories of her grandparents, putting standards onto her that she doesn't want to follow. She wanted to play piano, move to the U.S., be with her husband, but her grandparents just called her a failure and didn't allow her to do this stuff. Yeah, it's like moving away from like a ta Taiwanese and like Chinese culture because she doesn't, like, yeah, like you said, she just like moved away from it and she's doing anything she can to not talk in Chinese again. So this was, like, really, like, scarring. Like, because she even told her parents that the father, Lei's father, knew fluent, like, Chinese. So, like, e even that, it's just his skin was white, which is what really annoyed her because she can't even marry a guy that also knows about the culture. And, like, this culture also doesn't even move on to Lei later on. Like, it's, it, like, sticks with the mom, but then it also falls away slowly. It deteriorates. Yeah, I kind of see this in my own life as well. My parents are immigrants from India. They brought their culture with them. And unlike Lay's parents, they still practice it. We do like pujas and rituals. And I can somewhat speak the language. But the only problem with, like, as, um, as the poem says, that world, the only problem with that world being passed down is I can't, like, read or write my language. I can only really speak it. And it's just kind of broken. Like, as the, it, the culture moves on, it's going to keep deteriorating, but I kind of want to, like, control that and make it come back and learn about it and make it grow again. I can really relate to that, too, because my parents are also from India, and they brought their culture to America, and they still practice it, but I'm not aware of it that much either. And 
I want it to grow again so I could teach my grandkids and I want them to have their culture with them because that's why it identifies them and that's like what's important to them. Yeah, I feel like it's also calling us to be supportive of our children and their endeavors in the future. Keep that culture growing, but also be supportive and let them do what they want to do. All right, guys, that concludes the What's Going On podcast with your host, Kevin and Ani. Yeah, I had a really fun time delving deep into the book and analyzing the literary devices. Yeah, overall, this book, highly recommend it. The Astonishing Color of After by Emily Axar Penn. Great book. Go buy it. It's a great story about a lost girl coming up and finding her culture and being able to grow. That's all for today, folks.